Thursday, 9.47 a.m. It was tough. It was a tough day. Daddy, talk to me. Daddy, be there. Daddy? The sight, the sound, the shock, the horror. I'm gonna die or not? No, 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 no. Say you're gonna die, ma'am, ma'am. Say your prayers. We're gonna think positive because you gotta help each other get off the floor. I'm gonna die. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. Okay, ma'am. I got an aircraft that's out east of the White House. There's just nothing stopping these people. They don't even care if they blow themselves up. Even though this happened in America, it was a blow to the whole world. You need to know what happened on 9-11. You need to know that these are real families. And you need to defend freedom because freedom is never free. You're listening to Code Red with Secure America Now, the largest national security grassroots army. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. Well, I remember that day vividly. I was at a sales meeting up in Connecticut, and it seems all the participants kept on going out to the hallway to check their phones because they were getting text messages from their family that something was going on in New York City. So ultimately, we uh, all figured it out that uh, this was a problem and uh, we had better get back home, which everyone, it seemed, uh, was doing at that time. Since they had closed the bridges over the Hudson River, uh, the Newburgh Beacon Bridge, the Tappan Zee Bridge, the George Washington Bridge, I had to lead a cavalcade of people who were heading to New Jersey uh, across the Bear Mountain Bridge. That was the only one that was open at the time. So we got on the highway and people were driving like maniacs all the way over there. And, uh, you know, my head was on a swivel the whole time because I kept on getting cut off. Everyone just seemed to be wanting to get home uh, to make sure their loved ones were okay and all that good stuff. So fortunately, uh, got home and uh, as did uh, everyone else I was leading on that uh, parade. And uh, the only uh, downside in uh, one of my neighbors who was a fireman in the Bronx uh, passed away that day. A young guy, real good guy. It was tough, it was a tough day. And we just sat in front of that TV, stunned as to what was going on. But uh, I will never forget, never forget. My name's John. I remember 9-11 because my brother, Rich, was a New York City fireman, and he was there that day. But before I even knew he was there, it was my birthday, so I took off from work for my birthday. I was on my way to my mom's house, my house, 
my mom's crying. I asked her to be crying about what's the matter. She get hurt. She snored. It's, it's nine. Something happens in the twins' house. Your brother's there. So I rushed to my mom's house. And uh, I, uh, I held her. She held me. And we looked at the television set. And we couldn't believe our eyes. First, first one won. That was bad enough. People still coming out of the windows there. Then the second one went. That was even worse. Then we heard about the Pentagon. Then we heard about Pennsylvania. And we said, oh crap, now what's going on? I was more worried about my brother than so was my mom, about her son. But luckily my brother survived. But six guys out of his firehouse didn't survive. That fire truck that smashed all out the debris. There were six firemen underneath that truck calling hands. Thinking they'd be safe underneath the truck, but they weren't going to get squished. But after it was all over, well, I mean, that all of it, but that night, when they were still doing it, after the second balloon came back, they were cleaning up and everything, taking out bodies. And uh, my brother called, said he was okay. But he was looking for uh, his wife's cousin, who was in the second building at 84 4. As they were searching, all they found was a pocketbook that was hanging on a, on a tree down below. They never found a body. Today, my brother's retired, and he volunteers for anything else that the fire department has. Because I'll never forget the fire department and the friends he lost. So I thank God, my mother thanks God, my brother Rich survived. Thanks for listening to the Code Red Podcast. Be sure to click subscribe to stay up to date and be the first to hear about our future podcasts. You can also find and subscribe to the Code Red Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube. I want to tell you about the America that I grew up in and what happened to my family on that day. My husband saw the entire 9-11 in a nightmare the night before. I didn't think anything because I was busy praying because I'm a, a reverend and I felt something was coming, but I had no idea it would ever affect my family or my nation personally. The long and short is my husband is a twin, and he said to me, if I didn't have to work today uh, and get to the Chase Bank, I would work from home. He said it twice, and he's not a man that repeats his words. So I got up and I went over and I laid my hand on his arm and said, then go with God and be safe. The rest is history. He walked out of the Tower One seven minutes before his twin brother was murdered on the 105th floor, along with the other Americans. You need to know what happened on 9-11. You need to know that these are real families and you need to defend freedom because freedom is never free. And look up to God and read the good book and care for your neighbors, love one another because Jesus loves you. And the truth is he's coming again. My cousin, 
died who was a firefighter trying to save people's lives. Very important that you people not forget what happened. I remember turning on the TV and seeing one of the planes go through one of the towers. And I thought I was watching like a movie or a commercial or something. And when I realized that it really had happened, I was just in shock. It was just the most horrific thing I could imagine. And then on top of that, as it unfolded, and as I watched more news coverage of it, it made me feel scared. It made me feel scared for my daughters and um, how it was gonna affect our world and were we gonna be safe again? And then when they got the Pentagon and that happened, I was like, there's just nothing stopping these people. They don't even care if they blow themselves up. So it really made me feel afraid. And I did turn off the TV because it felt a little better not watching it all the time. But I still, I was nervous. And I remember seeing Mid-Eastern people in the stores and stuff. And I would smile at them, not because I wanted to, but because I was afraid of them. So I thought if I smiled, maybe they wouldn't hurt me. And it took me many years to get past that. And I couldn't believe that I had tried so hard not to raise my children or to be prejudiced. But that's what I was because I was so afraid. I just couldn't believe that they could actually get into our country like that. I was sitting in my office in, uh, in Israel, in Jerusalem. And I'm uh, doing my office work. I think I was, yeah, basically I was on also checking some news on the internet. And then all of a sudden, it just stopped. And you were directed to seeing the towers and the, the fire and the emotion. You just couldn't believe what was happening. It was so hard to, so hard to understand. And it's just like, whoa, you're just reading it and you're hearing it. And it was really shocking and as I walked to downtown Jerusalem after that 10-15 minute period um, of the news which was shocking to see on the TV screens every every TV screen that you went by into let's say some of the bars or the places you would see the the sights the sounds the shock the horror that was taking place and uh, you just really it was quite a quite a scene and even though you weren't actually there and in this other other part of the world but it's scary and it really shakes you up and you begin to kind of think of you know where are you safe and this is for me I tell you, you know, I was there in the Twin Towers wow about 20 years before that, 20, 25 years, I think it was. Looking up, I'm way on top, and now destroyed, and there's nothing to see. And... The feeling we have towards coronavirus, how it has impacted the whole world, and came as a shock. That's the kind of feeling that went on in America. Even though this happened in America, it was a blow to the whole world. And I just want to let them know that 
that tragedy will never be forgotten and has taught America to stand and be on the lookout and fight terrorism. And so I would like to say, say to the younger generation that they should learn from what is happening in the world and know that things do happen that can affect the whole world and a nation altogether. I was really impacted because like I'm saying, I was scared to, to go on flights, but sometimes after we got Bin Laden, I was much more comfortable. Still, I'm nervous a lot today. I'm scared of our country getting hit again. I just really don't know how I'd feel. I was really scared. I was really, I'm really scared. Hey, I'll never forget where I was on 9-11. 2001. I had just woken up actually getting ready to go to work and I always watched Fox News and so I turned it on and I saw the first building smoking. I was like, what the heck, man? That's kind of, you know, interesting. So I definitely grabbed a cup of coffee and was intently watching and then I actually saw the second plane come in and hit the second tower. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget, ever. I knew right then people were dying heavy. People were dying unbelievable death. And then it kept happening, you know, the Pentagon, the field. Wow, chaos. You know, my brother has a lot of ties. It doesn't mean anything. It wasn't there. I mean, but, you know, it hit kind of close to home. I'll never forget it. My wife and I, and my very small children at the time. It was a shock. It was an absolute shock. I thought we were absolutely going to war. I thought bombs were going to be dropping. You know? We're Americans, man. Come on. We're better than that. We live for God. Therefore, how can there be? I grew up watching the towers being built. Statue of Liberty was my father's greatest accomplishment getting into this country. And then to see them coming down was the saddest moment of my entire life. If my father had been alive to see it, I don't think he would have 